Greetings and salutations. Peace and blessings to all. Welcome, ladies and gentle niggas, to the podcast about nothing, where we discuss everything. I am your host, Nico Lamar, but you can also call me the Rehabilitated Fuckboy. Welcome to Intimate Revelations. So strap in, enjoy yourself. And let's get into this episode. What's up, ladies and gentle niggas? It's your boy, Nico Lamar, a.k.a. Nick Tropicana, a.k.a. Hershey Hawkins, a.k.a. Nico Bloomju, b.k.a. The Rehabilitated Fuckboy, and... If you are hearing this, that means you made it. You made it out of 2020. You are here with us today in 2021. And in 2021, man, what a week it has been. I just want to start this out by saying that, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be back with you. You know, I, I wish health, wealth, and love in all of your lives. And um, what a time to be alive, man. So, in 2021, the week that is, it's been a hellacious week, um, so we start the, start this episode off by, you know, recapping the week that was, uh, 2021, uh, so, so you know, got a special guest with us today, and so I don't uh butcher this guest's name because I appreciate this guest because she's helping me. Like, you know, it's always better to have a guest when you have somebody to record with. It's easier to record that way. So hey Queen, I appreciate you being with me. And um introduce yourself. My name is Zoe, aka the lover. AKA the goddess. Nico don't want to recognize me as that, but that's okay. I'm the goddess tonight. Thank you. AKA <laughs> two ways be two ways be shorty. You know what I'm saying? For all y'all out there. If y'all like uh your joints to wear waist beads, she okay. don't wear not one but two. Two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, way more than two. You wear three? I have six. You don't wear six at once, do you? Oh, yes. Pull it up, let's see. I got six waist beads on. <laughs> Yo, that's nuts. <laughs> Yo, she got six waist beads on. That means the pussy is fire. But anyway, mm. on, a, on a serious note, Zoe, thank you mm-hmm. for being with us. Thank you. For the people that don't know, you are the co-host of the Yo Mama So Black podcast. <laughs> yes. Right? Yes. How is that going? It's going. We're in production. In production? <laughs> yeah, we're in production. We should be out in about a month. COVID, huh? COVID has messed us up. We have big plans for 2020. So, if I don't, if if I am someone mm-hmm. that doesn't know you from Adam, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, shit, she on the Yo Mama So Black podcast... <laughs> What is the Yo Mama So Black podcast? What's the aim of the Yo Mama So Black podcast? Um, 
it's two mothers who, when we get together, it's like a comedy show. Like, we just talk about everything, and we just were like, you know what? The young people, the young generation need to know what is about to occur in their womanhood. So it is catered to women, but we talk about men and, and things that men may like. But, um, yeah, just from an older woman's perspective. Older? What life is. Our goal, ultimately, we love to see black love. So we talk a lot about black love. So I'm going to say... Black men. We love black men. We love you. So we talk a lot about just how we can be better together, how we can communicate better, and how we can live amongst each other as a teammate instead of an opponent. You look on social media right now, it's so many like negative things about each other. You know, Even the jokes hurt. So Ooh. we're trying to bring people together. They are pretty toxic, huh? Very. Yeah, they can be, but and I laugh at them because like, they're they're gold. Yeah, they're I mean, golden, I right? I laugh because I I think everything's funny, but at the end of the day, it just leaves you with a sour taste in your mouth because because what you, you accept is what you become. Yeah, you're not connecting to your brother. You're not connecting to your sisters at the end of the day. So, what does connection mean to you? That's a that's a that's a. Are we supposed to be talking about this week? We supposed to be but talking that's, about recap. We're gonna get to that. We're gonna go deep. I want to let you. Know, I want to ask you what this connection. What does that mean to you? Because that that has been hitting for me this week. Connection to people's been hitting. Just connection in general. Oh. Okay. So what does that look like? What does that sound well, like? What does that feel like? No, I want to speak from your perspective. I want no, your okay. definition of that. Okay. But I don't want it to be generalized. What I want does it to be good personal. Connection look like between right. a black man and a black woman. Period. Between human beings. Oh, whatever. Okay. Whatever that may be. You gotta get specific because we're talking about black love or no. We're talking about black love. Um, the connection looks like trust and understanding and sympathy and a little bit of, you know, understanding men more and understanding women more. Like we really gotta learn each other and study each other so that we know how to come to each other. Because right now we come from one perspective, especially a dominant type of perspective that a lot of black women have. And I think it's uh, it's just about understanding each other. Respecting each other, especially the way we communicate is everything. The way we communicate with each other is terrible. The way we talk to each other and put each other down, like we've got to just stop the wall that we put up because of fear and anger and hurt. So connection is breaking down the wall, communication, understanding, love. Mm. I respect that. <laughs> I respect that. No, like I, I really, I really do respect that, and I appreciate that. Um, I feel, and I am myself. I am a victim, or I am guilty of this as well. I feel like the way we talk, the way we. The way we talk to, communicate about each other, yeah. it's uh, it's volatile and it's highly toxic. Yeah. Like we're killing ourselves. We're first of all, I don't think we take anything serious as <laughs> a populace. Uh-huh. Like everything is a joke. Everything. You know. Which is beautiful and sad. But but behind every LOL, there's a little bit of truth to it. Yeah. So it's yeah. like if you got a future meme that people love to post, right? And it's like some of the most 
uh, repugnant shit that you can think about. And you like, we're laughing because you're like, this is so over the top. Like, nobody can ever think like this. A little bit tucked away, it might be a little bit of fact in there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And we only like comedy that's true. Right. You know, but we only gravitate to comedy that's true. So it's hitting us. Right. Heart, and, and over time. But over time, I feel like that just, like, I, as I said, what you accept, what you accept is what you become. I think social media is making it worse. We're airing our dirty laundry. Like, we are putting our business out there. And we're showing the world that we don't respect each other. And I don't like it. Like, that shit used to be in-house more. <laughs> and now it's like for the world to see that we really don't put ourselves in high regard. Well, that's, that's sad to me. I don't like seeing it. So on my social media platforms, I try to always promote love. And I know some people are like, this shit is like, whatever. You don't really feel like that. But I do. Like, I promote love because everybody else is not. But I feel like in a way, it's, it's still like... It may it may not sit right, and the texture may be a little off. But with the way that people post, right? But I feel like in a way it's authentic. It's what people really think. It's how they really feel. And I I think okay, we're talking about black people because that's what we care about. That's our aim. But what I'm saying is the things that people post, and I mostly follow black people right so the things that they may post it may seem a little uh uh ill-spoken or it might not come off under with the best taste right but in a way it's like it's honest and no matter how uncouth or crass some shit may be you can never uh condemned honesty and i feel like our generation is one of the first generations to be honest. A lot of just like people, people look like You're at these. Whoa, whatever. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, you look pat, you look at relationships past, and you have like your grandparents or your parents, and they were fucking miserable. <laughs> what? I don't know. Your grandfather had a family twelve miles away from y'all that um. he never really took care of, but because. We didn't have GPS and and satellite. Yeah, it's it's the grandparent. Even though grandpa was a hoe, but he wasn't shit. But your grandmother, he was happy and she was happy. But your grandmother took onus for him and her. Like she didn't complain about him to you or around you because that's your grandfather. She didn't ruin his name to you. I think happiness is relative to. Nigga, nobody is happy is knowing they're being the stepped out on. It's relative to the time. Just like in the early 1900s, say, black people... Or and your grandmother didn't have a choice. We're not the same as... as your grandfather had the factory job that was unionized. Mm-hmm. So this nigga was making about $25 an hour. Your grandma probably didn't have the best education, so she had to stay with this nigga. But now, women, especially black women, are the most educated demographic of people in the country they ain't got to put up with tyrone that drive dump trucks so it's totally different the texture is different i'm not saying relation i'm not saying relationships are different the circumstances are so women ain't got to put up with the shit that they had to put up with in in times past so we should evolve 
So I'm not. So we should evolve with the times. We don't have to put up with it. You need to step up. And guess what? We're evolving to. We're evolving back to how we were before white people got involved. Mm. <laughs> we are evolving back to that. Are you saying are we evolving back to a time before they came from the caves, or what are we? Ta- what time are we talking? Uh, we're evolving about? back to the time of you know kingdoms in Africa type shit. You know Egypt. We're evolving back to those times. When we were in women mathematics. Were women were revered and respected right. in a lot of those cultures. So I feel like black people, we are drawn to that shit. And that's why we're fucked up because we're not in line with our natural path. Mm. So we're fucked up in the game trying to figure shit out that ain't in our DNA. In our DNA, we got different shit. We, got, we are evolved. We are like elevated. We're not elevated right now. <laughs> so when you say we're not in, we're not we're connected not, to we're our connected to our natural source. What is life and you know? What does that mean? Can I explain? To the layman. I don't. I don't I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, I just don't know. If, I don't know if I can explain it if you're not like if you've never thought of this before. Mm. You know, it's like I. I knew, I told you before, I knew when I was young, something wasn't right with the way we were living. Like, I was like, nah, this, this is not natural. It doesn't feel natural to me. I always felt elevated above certain petty shit. So, and a lot of, you know. You have a certain air, like, <laughs> yeah. like it's regal. Isn't that what Lisa McDowell? I got that from my grandmother. My grandmother had that air, too. Oh, I got that from Lisa queen, McDowell. Lisa Carr, Queen Darnie. She was, like, you could see pictures of her. She's just, like, above shit. And I feel like all the women in my father's side of the family were like that. They were, like, some regal, like, educated. They didn't have, some of them didn't have no man, but they were educated as shit. And they were just above anything petty, like. So you saying the women on your mama's side ain't shit. Nah, I'm just fucking with you. I'm not going to make you do that to your family tree. I'm joking. I'm I'm joking. No, they were different. What does that mean, though, they're feminine? Because there's power in femininity, though. Yeah, they were, like, super loving, nurturing, like... But there's nothing wrong with that, though. No, two sides, both of them were great. I had the black side, the women were elevated, the women were, like, powerful. They did really rule, like, the household. Okay, and then on the white side, the women were cooking, they were loving, they were sweet and gentle type women. So I had two variations and two sources to learn from. So that's an interesting point that you bring that up, the two sides of your family tree. Yeah. So you being a, a, a You know Southern women. A co host. Yeah. They were Southern women. Facts. So, but you being a co-host on a podcast called Your, Your Mama So Black and you being half white, don't you think that's a Rachel Dorizal? No, I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking, we're not even going to go there. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Who? The white lady? Rachel Dorizal. Who is that? You know who that lady is. The white lady? Hey, Rachel, if you out there, I appreciate... acting like she black? Hey, you was tripping, acting like you was black. You was tripping. But I just want to let you know that the work that you did while you were acting black I mean, it mattered. You know what I'm saying? Like, she did a lot of good work, but you can't be doing that. I, I had I brought her up, so you know what I'm saying. I gotta I gotta I gotta speak on it. You tried to compare me to her. So um, I'm joking. We good, right? Let's take a sip. Let's take a sip of wine. We got our wine here. Let's take a. Let's,
But, um, okay. It's 2021. Today is, what's today? Uh, it's Friday, the 8th of uh, January. It's the, the first week of 2020 is in the books. If if you have to recap the first week of this <laughs> month, would you call it, you know what I'm saying, a little growing pains coming out of 2020, or would you call it 2020 round two? No, it is not 2020 round two. It's on some elevated shit. Because me personally, this is how I feel about it. Like, you know, the troglodytes uh, storming the Capitol. <laughs> That's bad. But to me... That ain't none of my fucking business. You feel like it's none of your business? That don't concern black people. That ain't got shit to do with black people. The shit that's going on today has been shit that we've been trying to warn these motherfuckers yes, about. That is that, but that's why it does concern black people. It don't, though. In this shit. Hey, no, this is yeah, one right. moment. This is a moment where black people can need to be like... We just have our fun. No, we just have right. Our we can. But I'm what I'm saying is, <laughs> we ain't got to... I feel since America was established, we've had to carry the back, the carry the load of America. Yeah. This is one week where black people be like, look, man, I'm taking the backpack off. This shit ain't got nothing to do with me. I was at work today. I was at work today. And they were civil war type of feeling. No, that shit got something to do with you, nigga. Right? They like, hey, nigga, you my property, nigga. <laughs> Uh, hey, you sit your ass right here. I'm finna no, go. Mean, like, I'm finna go fight these. Each other and they were fighting each other. I'm finna go fight these other motherfuckers when I get home. Yeah, but you know? at the end of the day, like, um, back like I told you, but actually, you know, they ask me at work this like the most entertaining week I've ever had. In my life. Entertaining though? Extremely entertaining for me. I don't know why I was just like I felt so alive. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. <laughs> because for what? Because, you know, we come out of 2020, we got COVID, we got fucking, you know, marching for black rights, and it was just the first time we could take our focus off of that shit. We just forgot, like, how great America can make us laugh. Like, we took our focus off all that shit, and we on this shit now. And it feels good to me, because I'm like, ooh. Yeah. The chickens have come home to rest. To me, personally... Like, this past week, outside of the, the other shit that I'm going to talk about later, uh, the storming of the Capitol, that shit, to me, felt like this shit is happening, but, nigga, I'm teleworking this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, but how did you feel? You're in the Pentagon. Like, how did you... Nigga, we not supposed to be... But anyway, what I'm saying is, like, to me, that shit felt... Felt like some shit like, hey, my supervisor calls me on the phone like, yo, such and such is happening. Mm-hmm. But I'm teleworking. I'm like, eh, I'm not there this week. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Teleworking. Oh, okay. No, you miss, you miss the fucking, uh, what do you call it? The metaphor. I'm saying oh. the shit that's going on in America feels like some shit like, oh, it's pressing to other people. Right. But to me, that shit don't matter because I'm teleworking this week. Okay. So it's y'all problem. Y'all deal with that. Like, they're like, oh, Nico, uh, how do you feel about what's going on? I'm like, 
I don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> that's some white people shit. I don't feel that I, I had. It was so country. It was like we were watching a reality TV special. But that's what happens when you have a reality yes, TV absolutely. figure. You know what I'm saying? Like it, he attracted all the dumb people that watch reality TV and just like you know. And that's what it looked like. So it was entertaining to me. Yo, the I fact was on the that phone in my job in a meeting, and I'm like, "Do y'all see this shit on TV?" <laughs> <laughs> in the middle of a meeting, I'm like, yo, 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 turn the TV on. Look at this shit. They were like storming in the Capitol and shit. This shit was hilarious to me. Yo, the fact that... Okay, it's not surprising to me that he said this. But it's surprising to me that he said this. Like, what? after you in- incite a fucking uh, coup, pretty much... Mm-hmm. You come out after four or five people died and all this shit. And you say, no, the president is not resigning because he doesn't feel he did anything wrong. Think about this, right? Think about how crazy this is. You got a homegirl, right? You got a homegirl that rode with you, like, through your whole phase. Like, you get married. You get married to a nigga you don't deserve. And all through that marriage, like, you cheat on this nigga. Yet, this homegirl rides with you, right? And then, like, you cheat on this nigga at Thanksgiving. (laughs) And then everybody finds out about this shit. But while you're cheating on him, it's on FaceTime. You're not there. But the friend that has been taking up for you the whole time is at the Thanksgiving dinner. While everybody is watching you cheat on the nigga that you never deserved in the first place. After you said, hey man, you was talking shit to the whole family. And like, I don't give a fuck and the friend is there. And you know that all the all the pent up anger of the family is going to go on to that friend. You like, eh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you talking about Trump did that to them. Depends. Oh, the nigga was in the Capitol. Oh, yeah. And early... You didn't know he hated him for a long time. But it, early in the day, the nigga called him a coward because he didn't like... Yeah, hell yeah. But what I'm saying is, the nigga rode for you. Did he? Right or wrong? He was just doing politically what he had to do. Yeah. What, whatever, however you may say it, like, he put on for the team, though. Yeah. Like... I don't really understand. I don't think we can really define what just happened yet. You can't because shit has never happened. You can't define some shit that's never happened before. there's a lot of, like, I have cop friends that are saying it was uh, planned, that that's why they let him in. That's why the one cop was like, I don't agree, but I understand, and let him in the door. Like, they had, they already knew they were coming in. (laughs) They planned... For them to come in. Hey, did you, you see the video? Did you see the video of the black dude with the fucking uh, uh, baton and he waving yeah. at the white yeah, people? Like they didn't let all the cops. And know. he was running. He didn't, that they, nigga did not know. They didn't let all of them. Hey, he, that's why he had a fucking baton. Like they wait, didn't. They didn't I mean, he had a pistol them. the whole time. They didn't. You know but what I'm saying? saying, like, that's why he waving the baton. Like he stupid. He didn't know, but they knew. That's why. There's no other explanation as to why you would open the door. They could not get in without you opening. Um, while I'm laughing about this, um, yesterday. So not, but let me just finish my point. But that's what I'm saying. 
we don't understand the shit. The shit is like beyond us. There's some I don't beyond know. me. I just feel like we were duped into a reality show, and America's one big fucking reality show right now. Um, I just want to take a point, uh, uh, a time to uh, step back and say um, condolences to the Capitol Police officer who was hit with the fire extinguisher. Like, you know, like we've all had our issues with the cops. I've had my issues with the cops. But in this instant, um, that was unfortunate that that man lost his life over some shit like this. So. Um, my condolences to him and his family, prayers, and, uh, you know, strength to them. Um, especially over some shit, it's like, to be that disillusioned, like, is You know what it felt like? It felt like some teenagers, you know how teenagers, when they're like, yeah, we're gonna go beat up everybody. Oh, where's he at? Where's he at? And they go over there. And the shit goes fighting, too far? The shit goes too far. Somebody <laughs> died. Yeah, That's but... That's what the shit felt like. But at least in that instance, there's kind of like, or maybe there would be some remorse. Like, I was on the train with these motherfuckers. Like, there was no remorse. What do you mean? <laughs> I was... I rolled the... Yeah, I rolled the train with these motherfuckers. And they... What were they doing? They were happy. They were jovial, ecstatic. I don't think they knew. I don't think everybody knew what went on inside. How do you not know? Because you're there. Like, you don't... Nigga, if me and my homeboys storm a Walmart, you know what I'm saying? We don't like that the Walmart doesn't open at the time that we like it. We storm the fucking Walmart. No, 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 no. I would understand the the repercussions of breaking in to a fucking closed Walmart that I'm not supposed to be in. I wouldn't be on the train like, yeah, that shit crazy. That was their plan to break in is what I'm saying. Yeah. So for them to, for you to be like, they didn't know that the woman got killed. When that woman got killed, I feel like that started going off on social media. I feel like that's when shit got serious. Do you understand that even if nobody died, Right? You broke into the fucking Capitol building. You were sitting at the desk of the house, uh, the Speaker of the House, the highest ranking person in Congress. They don't even know the... They don't even know what you're saying right now. They don't care. No, they know, but it doesn't... doesn't care. And look how he talked about these people all 40 years. They don't have a sensitivity to anything of what you're saying. True. But what I'm saying is, even if nobody died, like, nigga, this is a failed coup. <laughs> you understand was, that, right? I know that it was a full coup. It was a fucking coup. You know, they're so dumb. They think, if it was a That's coup, you. If it was a coup, they didn't plan the shit well. It doesn't matter how you. It could have been like five of them motherfuckers just snuck in. Ask the motherfuckers. Ask Turkey. But instead, you're going to all come in. Ask Turkey if their failed coup. Ask them if that was a coup. Like, they ain't saying that, eh, it was kind of a coup. No, nigga, that's a coup. If you fucking storm the Capitol building, break into the Capitol building, you got fucking uh, elected officials sitting in the congressional chambers with gas masks on, like, the Capitol Police and DHS, they find fucking uh, IEDs. Like, no, nigga, this is, this is not no... 
was so slow. No, watching because they're white. <laughs> they're white. So, what do you mean? It was like, a, it was so slow the way they came up. It was almost like they were sitting back like, mm, it's a lot of motherfuckers here. <laughs> oh, they kind of rowdy. Right. And then they were like, oh shit, this shit is out right. of control. They came in, if it was some like, niggas, that would have this would have been framed as a coup. Really wanted to do some shit. They would have sent five tactical people in there because there's some police officers. Five. They would have. They would have sent like a smaller group in and just fucked everybody up with some guns. With five niggas. If they with guns. Some. You're gonna send some uh, deputized active shooters in to deal with a rowdy mob of people that had guns. They plan to really. But they had guns though. They had guns. Exactly. If they really wanted to disrupt some shit, they would have been like more tactical. Oh, you talking about the the protesters? Protesters, nigga. They they went in. They broke down. No, they broke down barricades. Took the barricades and. Well, what I'm saying is they broke. What I'm saying when I say break down. They took them, mm-hmm. put them on the wall, and scaled the fences to the Capitol exactly. building. That's, you're making my point. Just because Who they're the fuck enters a damn building that really want to disrupt some shit through the fucking window. Like they don't know they they broke them open. What I'm saying, Nico. What I'm saying is Trump was talking. I don't feel like the nigga crazy. Trump was talking. He said y'all should go to the Capitol building, and soon one motherfucker was like, "All right, whatever, let's right. go." They and then one motherfucker secured the votes, right? Because they had time to secure the votes because it wasn't a well-planned fucking coup. Is what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if it was well-planned or not. It was poorly planned. That's an act of that's an act of treason. No, I don't. Yeah, that's agree. terrorism. I'm saying it was the worst coup I've ever. It don't seen matter. It don't. It don't matter. I mean, they they went there and Trump they Trump spoke to them, <laughs> and it was like, yo, we're gonna do this shit. <laughs> I mean, no, they had already planned the shit before. I don't know if they, I don't know if they they had, I don't know. Twitter, they have, you didn't see the Twitter. I mean, you can talk about some shit. putting it out in December. You can talk about some shit. Like, a lot of niggas talk about some shit. I have said that I'm going to fuck Ashanti. (laughs) But unless Irv Gotti says, Nico, you can fuck Ashanti, nigga. That makes it feel a little different. You know what I'm saying? Did you see the why Twitter just. Uh, suspended the account fully because they found come on man you're skipping you're skipping ahead from December where they were already planning but you're skipping ahead I wasn't even talking about that now you took my thunder but go ahead go ahead okay so to preface this this part of the conversation for those that don't know because this just happened today Twitter has decided uh, to band their biggest uh, Twitter finger member. Twitter told Donald Trump, you're gone too far, Biggs. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never seen Shata, you wouldn't get that. But <laughs> you're gone too far. <laughs> and they have banned Donald Trump permanently, yes. permanently from Twitter. Ugh. Think about that. A sitting <laughs> U.S. president that is 70... That is seventy-eight years old has been banned from Twitter. What does what does that mean to you? To me, how do you, how do you feel about <laughs> I it? I don't give a fuck about it. Fuck Twitter for taking this fucking long to ban some shit. Man, right? Like right? when he first started doing his shit on Twitter, I was just like, damn, this shit is really this is this is really happening. Like I couldn't believe the shit was actually happening that you could let a man just say those whatever. Yeah. So fuck you! You just banning him. You created this shit. 
you capitalized off this shit because how many fucking people were following Twitter after his ass started talking? Capitalized off this shit and now you want to ban some shit? Fuck you. Everybody should fucking get off Twitter. Fuck Twitter. In fact, everybody should get off all social... I'm tired of social media. Everybody should get off fucking Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. I got off Twitter. Like, it's... Yeah, I'm like, the capitalize off this president. The amateur like, porn on Twitter uh, drove me away. Not, <laughs> you told me. I told you about you it. it. It's so much amateur porn <laughs> on Twitter. I don't get it. <laughs> that it's it's great that though. That just means they loose with this shit. They don't even give a fuck. Yeah, it's the wild west. Yeah. When Twitter first came up, I wrote a Facebook post, and I was like, mm, "You hit him with the Facebook." I this is like, I wrote a. That's like saying I wrote. The first year Twitter came out. I wrote a letter. <laughs> a Dear Mister no, Twitter. People were mad at me. Like, what was the first? I would be mad at you too for writing a fucking Facebook post <laughs> in opposition of Twitter, listen, nigga. How old listen, are you? Listen, listen. How old are you? Don't, I don't want to say my age. You're writing Facebook posts against Twitter. That no, that tells the people a lot. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Go ahead. I'm gonna say I had some prolific shit. Right. Go ahead. Tell your story. Tell your story. I said Twitter is the devil. This was when Twitter first came out. I said the reason why Twitter is the devil is because it's loose. People can say whatever, and it's gonna create chaos. It's gonna create chaos because they're gonna start saying whatever. They're gonna start saying shit that. It's not true, and people are going to be following it and retwittering it or whatever the fuck they do. Tweeting. Which, tweeting okay. to everybody <laughs> that is aware. It's it's tweeting. Retweeting it. And then who comes along? Donald motherfucking Trump. Okay? Proving my motherfucking point. But who the fuck is a president to go on Twitter and tweet some, like, presidential shit that's, like, really important? Like, I mean... Obama did shit like that, but it was like some vetted shit, though. Hell yeah, it was like surface shit. Like you can't, you, know, you, you can't be upset. Tweet your decisions on motherfucking, like your decisions no, are that, supposed to be made. On no, Twitter. that mother, like he governed from Twitter. Like he was like, yeah, yeah I'm banning gays from military. Yeah, and then, that's what I'm saying. Like, like he made the, the Joint Chiefs was like, everybody what? else found out. They were like, what the fuck? The Pentagon was like, nigga, you, you can't do that. <laughs> Uh, that's why right okay so but that's what I'm saying this shit has brought everything into perspective you know everything that has happened in the past four years this was like the pivotal moment it couldn't have ended any other way I just feel like I feel for me I just feel like it was to the point where it's like you get so much you you feed yourself with so much shit I feel like America kind of like OD'd in a way. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've been injecting yourself with fentanyl for years. And you finally OD'd. But it's like these motherfuckers are so disillusioned. I really don't see anything changing. You know what I'm saying? But it was like you had like. It's like America got drunk at the party in front of everybody and like cried a little bit. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh shit, America, are you okay? Yeah. But America right now, I'm good. Like, we good. Because you're white. Pretty much. 
we're gonna give you a pass. Man, you know, you've been you've been through a lot. You've been through a lot. Y'all motherfuckers like to say that. Oh, I say y'all because okay. you like, because you have white. You gotta you gotta eat this. Y'all like to say <laughs> we've been through a lot. <laughs> you've been through right. so much. Been through so much. You know, <laughs> I understand. You know, Donald. He's funny, you know. No, 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 no. Motherfuckers don't understand Donald Trump. That's what they were saying about Do him. they? The white people, yes. I have family that voted for him. The whites? And you I in my house? <laughs> hey, y'all kicking this motherfucker directly. Out. Oh, Alabama? Your hometown. That's where I'm from. My family's from Alabama. They voted Yikes. for him. Yeah. Okay, so then when I put them on, I'm like, I don't even talk to like 75% of them. 75%. You just talk to your nigga daddy. I talk to my brother. And the cool people on his side. You said nigga daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about my other whites. <laughs> All I talk to is my nigga daddy and a couple of cool white people in my family. Everybody else, fuck you. <laughs> I feel like, I do feel like my family's like one of the movies that you see where the girl is born mixed and they don't understand it and they just accept the child because they, they're good Christians. <laughs> good Christians. <laughs> they just accept the child and they're good Christians. Damn. But, oh. They really don't have nothing to do with black people. They hate your black ass they, guts. I don't think they hate me. I think they love me because they're good Christians. But it's like when they found out Beyonce was black at the Super Bowl. Did they ever find out you black? <laughs> oh no, it's over now. That's what I said. I lost. <laughs> I lost fifty percent of them. <laughs> oh, okay, like, okay. I'm at twenty five percent. You like, right damn now. man, it's a couple nigga dick sucking uh, off, female off. cousins. I'm like going off, like fuck this, you know. So you out here uh, Twitter fingering? Oh, they don't fuck with me. My brother's embarrassed, probably. I don't know. Damn. My brother's embarrassed. My brother, I love him to death. I've got, you know, I can talk for My family is dynamic. I can talk forever about my family. So. I need to make a movie or a book or something. So we've been talking for 40 minutes and. We never really talked about anything structurally. So, um. I guess I'll try to do this. I'll try. So I had, I wanted to talk about, because it's, you know, it's the week that was. So Tuesday, they had the election in Georgia, and they flipped the Senate. So Raphael Warnock and Jeff Ossoff, they won the the Democratic Senate seats for the Peach State. Um, So uh, the ramifications of this means that, you know, with the splitting vote, from Kamala Harris, the Democratic Party runs the Senate. I wanted to discuss the impact of the voter turnout and speak about the importance of Stacey Abrams. I was on a podcast last week. I was on a podcast last week, and we were recapping 2020. If y'all want to know, if y'all fuck with me that much, it was on the Expert on Everything podcast hosted by my homeboy, Mike Moody. And he asked me who my woman of the year was for 2020. And I said, Stacey Abrams. And, you know, hindsight being 2021, I 
it, it looks even better now because this woman literally shook up the world. Shook Not only did she deliver you know why? the presidency, yeah. she delivered the Senate and got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mitch Turtleneck? <laughs> uh, Mitch uh, Ninja Turtle? He out of there, man. Um, oh, shit. He's probably happy. You think? Mitch McConnell, the devil himself. You think you think the devil himself is happy to be relieved from his post? Inside. He's the inside. devil. He doesn't inside. have an inside. He's, he's gonna go away into a hole. And he won't. No, he's gonna be the minority leader. No, but I don't think he's gonna be. I think he's tired. You gotta be tired after Donald Trump. Do you think? You gotta be tired. Nigga. Everybody tired. What? Let's go on. That's like know? saying Aries. Is tired of war, nigga. Like, no. no. I think they are. They gotta be exhausted. I don't you think know Mitch McConnell. Mc... Front they had to put up in the past four years. No, because because he dumb. still chose to you knew block. The was dumb, and every time he spoke, you know they were like, "Oh God, shit." I don't think I don't think that affected someone like Mitch McConnell though. Really? Mitch McConnell is a another <laughs> level of evil. Like He's Mitch McConnell. He's a politician. He's been in the game. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's one thing to be like uh, Joe Biden is a politician. Mitch McConnell is evil. Like this might be after your time, but in the Power Rangers, when Rita Repulsa came out the sewer, like ah, after ten thousand years, I'm free. Like that's the type of evil. That's the type of evil Mitch McConnell is. Like Mitch McConnell, like he's a piece of shit. He's a putrid piece of shit. And even evil people are tired. And then the 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 fact that his wife. So what do you think about his wife and uh, Bessie DeVos deciding to resign? It's like you said. I think they um knew they know what's the writings on the wall that he could be eliminated. And eliminated. You think they're gonna kill that nigga? You think they're gonna kill Trump? Nah, hey man. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, I'm just joking. I ain't talking about killing nobody. <laughs> but I yeah, they just like yeah, they see the right. I look at it like this. Like I, I'm so tired of trying. I don't want to figure them out no more. Um, I don't. I don't care. No, they're pieces of shit. I don't care because the fact of the matter is, like, even if he nominated you, mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to say no. And even if you were like, oh, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be nominated by the office of the President of the United States, you take the job over the last four years, you have seen firsthand that this man is incompetent, he's cancerous, he's bigoted, he is divisive. I'm not talking about them niggas. What I'm saying is, I don't, it's a lot of shit. The, you can lose your sanity trying to understand some shit that's not meant for you to understand. But the fact that, that they have chosen to, after years of being uh, complicit in his dysfunction, to resign 13 days prior to Inauguration Day, I only see this as them trying to avoid... Uh, possibly having to, as cabinet members, vote against him in a, you know, 25th Amendment in action. So I just want the people that 
rock with me, fuck with me, that have decided to listen to this to know that in spite of everything that's going on, these mother the people that have chosen to be, you know, uh, co-defendants and engrouped into the last four years don't allow them to distance or or rebrand themselves and come back later because it's, it's the same it's the same it's the same thing that they've always done if you look back when when bill clinton was being uh investigated and impeached you had the Lin, you had the lindsey grams you had the mitch mcconnell's like they were in uh, Brett Kavanaugh's. They were on that defense team that led the charge to uh, get Bill Clinton. And 25, 30 years later, these motherfuckers are still here. And they're still pieces of shit. But with pieces of shit, you always get another dingleberry, which is Ted Cruz. And Ted Cruz is like the... To me, okay, like Donald Trump is bad, Mitch McConnell is bad, but Ted Cruz, I just want to fucking four-finger slap this nigga in the face, bro. Like, he was talking the other day, because you, like, you can tell he pussy. Any man... No, but he pussy, though. Like, other people... Giuliani might be laney, he might be zany, he might be crazy. He might be a piece of shit. But at the end of the day, Ted Cruz is pussy. Like a nigga said that your wife looked like a nigga. <laughs> a nigga like shitted on your wife on national TV. Yes. And you grow your hair out, get a beard. Now you, you know why? He's pussy. Because he's not going to go against the grain. He's but not he, because he pussy. No, because white people don't go. He's not even white. <laughs> well, whatever he thinks Technically. he is. Whatever he's thinking is, but that's because why I don't go against each other, and that's why I don't be buying into that. Oh, it's a POC and all this other bullshit. These motherfuckers be picking and choosing. Yeah, hell yeah. So don't say that shit to me. Like it's like if you present yourself as somebody that's valuable. All right, I got it, but I just don't give you the benefit of the doubt because you're a minority. No. Because what they say, all skin folk ain't kin folk. Hell no. But um. As evident in some of the black folks I saw sprinkled amongst the um, coup. They were looking for their stimulus, man. You can't be knocking black people for looking for their stimulus. I will not yeah. allow you. Did you see the one video where the black dude was like, fuck me on that. Fuck me on that. Did you see that one? <laughs> nah. Oh, you got to see that one. That's not real. I don't want to see that. God. I swear to God. That's propaganda. Well, you can't just leave in the middle of the pod. You did. I want to get your wine though. That's different. That's that's. No, you gotta see this video. This shit is classic. All right, changing gears, changing gears. I'll see that later. Okay, changing gears. Uh, to put you on the spot. Okay. Because this whole podcast, you've done a good, you've done a great job. Because you didn't even plan to record today. Absolutely. But. You know, you you you've been drinking. You was smoking top papers. (laughs) You you lit. Um. So, if I had to ask you, what are you not not bringing into twenty twenty one? And I ain't saying like cutting people off. I'm just saying. Like, how are you fine-tuning yourself going into 2020? There's not a whole lot I'm changing. 
Because 2020, I learned so much about myself and changed so much that I don't have to do a whole lot in 2021. What I am going to stay away from in 2021 is social media. Like, I have to draw back from that. So I put myself on a time limit for social media because it's not real. And I want to feel real again. I want to feel like connected to real people. Um, and I can't talk about the other thing that I'm going to change. Why? Why? I don't want to. It's personal. Right. (laughs) That's the point. (laughs) It's personal. Damn. What, you going to stop killing people? I don't want to be in fake relationships. I don't want to be in inauthentic relationships. I, I feel that. Because it's like I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> of you know inauthentic relationships. I just want to be Curtis. She tired of your shit, <laughs> my nigga. Yeah, I want to be, and I'm not saying it's gonna happen. In I want to be. I'm not gonna say it's gonna happen. In I want my eggs cracked. No, which means I want a child. I want to be married. You ain't you don't remember that, that uh New York uh when she was on the Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York, she's a beast. That's funny as shit. She should have a podcast for real. Um, no, I just um so I made my love intentions mm. But I'm not saying it has to happen in twenty twenty one. I'm just saying these are That's my what you focused on. Hell yeah, that's my intention. I'm not gonna accept anything outside of my intention. And I've never done that before because I've been a free spirit, kind of go with the flow person. But now I'm more intentional. Facts. So, for me, man, like, I really thought about this shit. You did for 2020? Yeah. And number one is I said I'm not going to put on airs. Like, I'm not. I'm not faking the funk. Like, I feel in a way like with the shit that I, the baggage that I went through in my life and shit that you have dealt with, like, we all deal with things in in a certain way. And however that may, however that may have fallen out, uh, there has been a personality that I've crafted for myself. And I've tried to keep it as 100, as niggas like to say, or as authentic as possible. But in a way, it still keeps me away from my my core. So with that, I was talking about... Um, uh, We talk about finding our passions or our purpose, but we convolute the journey by not being 100% of the time, all the time, with our authentic selves. In 2021, I'm choosing to give a fuck, because I always, like, people think that I don't care about anything. Really? Yeah, like, people feel like I'm cold or nothing affects me or I don't care. But I'm choosing to. But the diff, But the thing. That, that but is? the truth is. Why, why, why do you think that is? Because I kind of. I kind of give that off. Like nothing. To certain people, I give off like. 
That doesn't matter to me. Yeah, of course I do. Of course. But in 2021, I'm choosing to by authentic, authentic, authentic. I can't get the word out right now. But to truthfully give a fuck, like I care. Like my problem is I care too much. So I'm choosing. Right, but I'm choosing to give a fuck wisely. You know what I'm saying? Choosing, choosing what I give a fuck about because I, at ultimately, I have the power to do that. Um, what is this? Uh, uh, the number two thing is, um, to be consistent. Um, I I have the issue of. I am highly inconsistent. I start things. I don't finish them. Like, <laughs> that's just... You have a lot of ideas, but it never, like, fully... I.E. my podcast. Yeah. Like, uh, one of my friends, he challenged me to do 25 episodes in 2021. Yeah. So, that's a part of... So, what changed for you? Because you said at one time you didn't... So why have you changed now? Um, because I was looking at it the wrong way. Like I'm looking at it like, nigga, everybody got a podcast. Yeah. Like everybody doing this podcast shit. Yeah. Like it's shit corny, nigga. But at the, at the end of the day, I looked at it and I'm like, that's me using whatever anybody else is doing for themselves to uh let myself off the hook. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what anybody else is doing because they can't do it the way that I do it. And that's not me saying that I'm the best because I'm not, but I'm me. You know what I'm saying? So um, for me, looking at it, it was kind of like me being a victim. Like, oh, my podcast hasn't grown. I'm not getting the platform that I want. So, nigga, everybody got a podcast now, so why do it? But it's like, nigga, you haven't love even it. been... I love it, love it. but then, but to truth be told, nigga, you ain't even giving yourself to it. Like, you don't get shit by not giving yourself. Yeah. So... You know what you are. Right. You're an entertainer. Listen, listen. So you're going to make me quit again because you're going to make me think like I'm the greatest and I don't need to be doing this shit. You're an entertainer. You're like, you, it's just in you naturally. So whether it's a podcast or something, other outlet, you're going to get it out. Right. Right now it's a podcast, but I feel like you're going to go beyond a podcast one day because you're just a natural entertainer. You just, <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it any other way. But, um, the third thing is, uh, what? So I said, not putting on airs, being consistent. Man, asking for help. Um, I am naturally and utterly prideful to a fault. Like, I hate having to ask for any help whatsoever. Like, I'm the type of person, it could be raining outside, and I'm walking, and someone says, hey, you need a ride? Nah, I'm good. 
but I got seven bags of heavy groceries in my hand. They're like, nigga, you're not good. But I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I got it. And then when I don't got it, I'm like, nigga, where were you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like uh, being okay with uh, checking my pride and asking for help. Uh, because I found out at times this has led me to be uh, to swim in stagnant waters. And that may, that means like I'll find something, I'll be I'll be good at it, and then once I reach my limit in this one level of my life, because I'm so uh, adverse to asking for help, you can't level up, you can't grow, so you become stagnant and you're swimming in in still waters. So um, yeah, and you have to understand like you don't know what you don't know and how will you ever know it unless either you stumble upon it or you ask for help and somebody that does know puts you on you know what i'm saying but that's that's a part of being vulnerable it's hard to be because a lot of people hoard information you know what i'm saying like the nigga dame dash tells you be a boss my son got cookies you going to a nine to five? You call a nigga boss? That nigga's your daddy. But he ain't telling you how to be a boss. He's telling you how he's a boss, but he's not saying step by step how to be a boss. So it takes that vulnerability to ask somebody like, yo, nigga, help me. <laughs> I need help, my nigga. So that's me asking for help and... uh so it's like ask for help, whether it's in my professional life or even tips in the gym. Like, because I think I look good, but I can look better. Look, you want to look better. Yeah. That's I mean, I want to look good. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so I close that off by, in the words of Robin Rihanna Fenty, man, fuck your pride. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yo. Black, black men are very prideful. So, I, you know, I'm reading. Oh, hey. Black she reading, my nigga. Yeah, That's dangerous. That's a beautiful book. It's a beautiful book written by a beautiful man. Air Jerome Dickey ain't right there. R.I.P. No, some doctor. But anyway. <gasps> um, and it says, like, the uh, things that are prohibiting y'all from finding love. Mm, what are they? Um, pride, like you know, you if you if you don't feel like you're a certain place in life, like financially, or like you can be a certain type of provider, you're not gonna pursue love. Um, second is um, vulnerability, like just not being able to be vulnerable, not being able. I think they said communication is hard for y'all. Um, communicating your needs, your wants, um, 
and just being open with the woman that you're with of what you need. So that's hard for y'all. I dig that. Um, Communication especially because um, that might be my kryptonite or one of my weaknesses. I don't communicate that well, but I have been reading a book about communication and learning how to strengthen communication because, I mean, that's affected me in my personal relationships with friends, my professional relationship with, you know, being in the military and my personal intimate relationships with, you know, spouses, because I grew up, or not spouses, but, you know, significant others. I grew up in a household where, I mean, it was very in ATL-ish. Like, you know, when T.I. and his uncle got into it, and then the next day they just woke up, ate cereal together, watched TV, and they moved on. Like, that was my household. Like, my stepfather, um, him and my mom, uh, my pops, they got together, me and my mom, I was like four. So from the ages, I was maybe three when they got together. So from the ages three until 20, like this man uh, went to every football game, every basketball game, track meet, all that. You know what I'm saying? I always had money in my pocket, probably more money than what I deserved and all this shit. But... It wasn't until I was 20 years old when I left for the military. He looked me in the eye with tears in his eyes and was like, he was like, boy, I love you. You know what I'm saying? And then he left because he didn't want me to see him cry. Yeah. That's such a familiar story. Like, my mom and I, we, my mom and I, we have a tone of conversation to where it's like, it's hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talk to each other hard, like, hard. And as my mom has gotten older, it affects her. But it's the way we've always communicated. And my sister... How do you mean it affects My sister doesn't understand it. Like, my mom thinks I hate her in a way. But it's like, mom, this is how... You never told her that's not it? Bro, I have... My mom knows... My mom is very... Okay. I I don't want to misphrase how I'm saying this. Me and my mom, for three days when I come home, we are thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I'm telling you, mm-hmm. we are the same person mm-hmm. for three days. Mm-hmm. After that three days, something comes up. Because we black and we've been through some shit. Mm-hmm. Something comes up. Boom. Yeah. We get into it about something. We don't know how to properly communicate it. Right. Or I know how to communicate it. Or she will say some shit, and I'm already mad, and it's like, fuck that. I'm upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's real tit for tat, and um, mostly, it's okay. Do you think she knows the pattern? No, but what I'm saying is, what I was about to say is, it's mostly okay as long as she's fine. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, as soon as it affects her, she like... 
But does she know this pattern? Yes, because my so my sister is the third party, and my sister's like, "Ooh, why y'all talk to each other like?" Because what's her sign? My my mom cannot. My sister is a. Oh, my mom. What's February? I don't know. Aquarius. Aquarius. Early February. The middle. The middle towards, because February is so short. So she was born on the 19th. I think that's still Aquarius. She's Aquarius. And you're a Leo. I'm a Leo. And my sister is a Libra. That's a tough. tough, uh, Yeah, my sister is a Libra. Your sister's a Libra? Yeah. So my sister's like, my sister will break down. She'll break down in tears like, you can't, you're not going to talk to me like this. You're not going to mistreat me. Right. And my, my mom, me and my mom looking at her like, the fuck is wrong with you? Aquarius is a cutthroat, let me tell you. Right. Aquarius Until they run up against a, a Leo. Look, Cause, y'all are not compatible. But what I'm saying is, in ways, me and my mom, personality, we like exactly alike. Like, People will be like, oh, Nico, man, you're so funny. My mom? Fucking character, bro. Oh, that's the character. Like, my mom, like, my mom is funnier than I have ever thought about being. But she doesn't even, like me, like, I watch, like, Saturday Night Live and shit like that to, like, oh, I want to be funny. Like, my mom is just funny. But what I'm what I'm saying is my mother is, than you. is a like my mom like my sister worked for a a congresswoman from out in Alabama right uh, Terry Sewell my mom would go to like banquets and shit across Alabama and my my sister would bring my mom along because she's the oldest and because of that weird ass relationship they're like best friends and shit you know what i'm saying Aquarius and Libra, like, but they're like all my best friends are like they're best friends like yeah, my my, my sister no but my mom talks to my sister about like her sex life and shit like oh. like they're when i tell you like they best <laughs> yeah. friends Libra so my my mom my sister's not married or anything so she takes my mom as her plus one my mom is like with these people <laughs> Like, the pervert that was running for Senate in Alabama, mm-hmm. Roy Moore, loves my mom. Like, my, gra- like my, grandmother, my grandmother died in 2016, right? Mm-hmm. You know, he came out to my grandmother's wake. Like, he was at my mom's house. And I'm looking like, Mom, that's that pervert that's running for Senate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, but she's, like, really close with his wife. And they, she, like my mom, like the way that my mom is set up, like, you love your mom. of course, like, so that's what matters. You can change the pattern. No, but what, what I'm saying is uh-huh. we have like this deep, likewise connection, uh-huh. but it only goes for so long because we are so much alike and we're not going to budge. I'm not about to budge. Like, this is how you raise me, lady. You can change the pattern. Right. You know what it is. No, but my mom is a, my, my mom is oblivious, though. That's what I'm saying. She not be, she's not cognizant. You're cognizant of what it is. You can change the pattern. No, no, no. no. Right. But Yay. I was just home. I was just home, like, last month, right? And I went up to my... 
I'm a type. I'm a softy. Like I, people get me fucked up. Like, I went up to my mom, and the night before I was leaving, I went up to my mom, and I hugged my mom. And, because I was, my mom was, the whole week, she was like, <laughs> she couldn't just say, hey, I'm happy y'all are here, or y'all staying. Like, every night, she would peek into my room, and be like, are y'all, are y'all leaving tomorrow? <laughs> I'm like, nah, mom, we leave, we leave an X day, blah, blah, blah. Y'all have a beautiful Right. My mom is fucking Trump supporter. Yikes. So, <laughs> Yikes. So, whatever you talking right now, y'all got a beautiful relationship. But I hope, I mean, it, I hope in 2021 you, you recognize the pattern. You're the generation that's going to change it. Right. Because you're learning it from but I took, generation. You, you interrupted me, Zoe. Oh, I'm what I'm saying is, I went up to my mom and I, my mom was like about to go to go upstairs and go to sleep, right? So I was like, hey, mom, um, I grabbed my sister's hand and I'm like, hey, let's pray together. Right? And everybody looking like, oh shit. They think I'm joking. And I'm like, no, I'm not joking. Like, um, my our my grandmother had just died. Like my dad's mom had just died. It's fucking COVID. And I'm being sensitive to the fact that me and my mom's relationship is okay, but it could be fucking better. And I've had a lot of death around me, and this is not something that I want to leave to the wayside. But they like, is he joking? We don't know because you know Nikki jokes all the time, right? But I'm like, nah. So my sister is an ordained minister, so she went to seminary, all that shit. So she does the prayer, whatever, and like. It's so, like, my family is, like, so crazy. Like, my sister does this, like, crazy in-depth prayer, right? My mom, like, yes, Jesus, yes. And I'm standing there. I got, like, the stupid tear rolling down my face and shit, right? And my sister says, amen. And when she says amen, Sneaker literally picks up the remote and goes back to HGTV, like, no, my my sister that, that did the prayer. Like nothing just happened. She's like, but she meant this though. Your sister did the prayer. Yeah. And then after, she like up the immediately remote. after, goes either she's watching HGTV or uh, Hallmark. Because my mom, my mom literally watched Hallmark Christmas movies year round, and this is like the Christmas holidays. Like I'm like nigga, you're this is the same. Fucking movie for a week. It's an old person southern thing. But anyway, anyway go ahead. so my sister goes back to watching TV. Mm. My mom is standing like catty corner to me, and I'm like, "Mom, give me a hug." And she hugged me, and she's like, "Love you, baby boy." Mm. And nigga, you start crying. Not crying. I break down like putty. <laughs> like I'm boo hooing. And I'm, in my mind, I'm, no, well, not even in my mind, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, ma. Because she always thinks that I, like, hide my love from her, or I don't text the way that I should, and all this shit. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm sorry, ma. (laughs) But, in reality, it's like, nigga, I wasn't brought up in this. 
This is not. No, but okay. No, but what I'm saying is, this is this is, and I'm not. My my parents were great to me, like my my mother, my stepfather. When my father came back around, they were great to me. I had a great upbringing. My grandmother, my mom's mother, her sisters, my uncle, my cousins, we're all close. I had a great upbringing. I wasn't fucked up by any means. But what I'm saying is our household wasn't like a incubator of care and tenderness is what I'm saying, right? So... I'm just operating within the environment in which I was brought up in when I go home. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what I'm used to. But my mom thinks that, oh, you keep your love for me. You don't call home the way you're supposed to. And, like, I, for some reason, I just felt fucking fucked up and guilty. So I'm, like, crying. How like, you talk to your mom? I talk to my mom maybe once a week. Okay. You know what I'm saying? On a good day, on a good week, it's twice a week. Yeah, nigga, I didn't talk to my dad for six months, and he was just I like. Talked to my dad for a time. But why does dad I get that? The same but why does why is it okay? Why is it okay? I just think black people in general growing up. My dad had just as much to do with me being here as my mom, but everybody cool if you don't talk look, to your dad and shit. Black people love we love the shit out of each other. Like we, we don't love dad a lot though. No, listen. Hell yeah, you would die for your dad. Like, we love the shit out of each other. But we if it came between your mom and your dad, who you gonna die for? <sighs> you gonna let your daddy die? That's not an appropriate question. Nah, fuck that. Who would ever say If somebody that? was like, you want this old crusty ass nigga to no, live? Or your no. mama, nigga? You gonna jump in front of your mama. Get the fuck out of here. Hell yeah. Why? That's not appropriate to say. I feel like going forward, my dad will be, me and my dad will be lit. Me and my dad went to the strip club together. Me and my mama ain't never been to the strip club together. My dad said, look, son, she making her booty hole breathe. Me and my mom don't have that type of relationship. What I'm saying is. No, I'm just giving you something to think about. Black people, we love each other, but we don't communicate well at all. Of course not. And you know, we don't communicate well at all. Like, that's the whole problem. The communication is number one. I've been saying this. 30 minutes ago, like, that has nothing to do with you letting your daddy die, nigga. What you jumping through a hole? <laughs> <laughs> you gonna let your daddy die? What the fuck? Are you? No, we're not talking about. So you gonna, are you gonna save your mama or your daddy? I, uh, your mama. You gonna save your mama? Um, right, right. That's not an appropriate question. Why not? Because we're not faced with that. Every, we should have to think about that unless you're faced with it. Because that's just one of the things you don't want to think about. If you don't practice that's it, you don't... one of them things you don't think about hey, until you actually... You practice how you play. No. No. If no. you let your daddy die in your dreams, no. you're going to let your daddy die in real life. No. I'm so, like... So let me ask you a question. I'm so interested in how black people Like, just how we grew up. Like, it's just... But that that could take... We could be here for hours. Yeah, that's a whole, but let me ask you a question. Podcast on how we grew up and mm-hmm. just like dissect all that shit because that shit is deep. Like I have the same experience as you, and we don't, you know, like all black people have like similar experiences. Yeah, because we were all well, not we're all products of the same 
rearing in this country. You know what I'm saying? Our ancestors were all, if you're from here, we were all reared the same way. So we're all product. We are a unique person. Right. There's no other person on the earth who experiences. I mean, niggas in the Caribbean got it, but not like us. Not like us. No. Yeah. We are the, and, and people in the Caribbean, they're the only ones that have experienced the way they experience. Yeah. Blackness. Like, their shit is all different. They had to create a whole other language to get away from, from the white people's uh, rules. So, we have our own experiences. We're very unique. It's, it's fascinating to me. I love talking about it. I love reading about it. I love figuring it out. And I want to figure it out because I feel like we are getting closer, like I said, we're wrapping it up to the source. We're getting closer to how we used to be. We're figuring that shit out. We're getting more intelligent. Let me tell you something. The youth, the 20-year-olds, especially the early 20s, they smart as shit. They got so much information. Are they? Listen, let me tell you something. Are they smart as shit? Let me tell you something. They got so much emotional intelligence. They got so much. They are inclusive. They, they're just in tune with people. Okay. And that makes them smarter because they learn more. They're right. willing to accept more. And Okay, so they're more emotionally intelligent. They're more emotionally intelligent, but that right. makes them more... I feel like that shit ain't got nothing to do with your intelligence, though. Hell yeah, These motherfuckers is dumb. These kids is dumb. So. I get it, though. No, millennials and shit like... They're not dumb. I'm a millennial. These motherfuckers are not millennials. Okay, generation you get, is that Generation Z? Fucked up. Generation fucked I, up. No, they not fucked up. No. They don't like book. They don't like structured learning. But they know a lot of shit because they've been reading shit since like seven, eight years old. Since the yeah, internet been out. I get that. I get that. Reading. You know how much shit they read from the time they by the time. Yo, my little cousins. Old, my little cousins used to read like those Twilight books. One of my cousins, Look, like she would read one of those in a day. I'm talking about Twilight. I'm talking about news. Yeah, yeah. But, news but what I'm saying about is, world issues and shit. Like they know a whole lot more than us. That's why they they started to join political parties earlier. Like yeah, we're gonna be fucked up when they start voting. I don't feel like it. I don't like it. I like it. Because I'm not you. me I personally. I'm not a hey. Listen to the kids, bro. But I'm not. A radical I, left person. Um, I'm not either. That don't but do they are. Nah, hell no, they're not. Yes, they my are. My daughter don't give a fuck about. They don't care about political parties. Yo. Look, I'm a mom, so let me just. Nah. Don't know as much as me on this. Uh, I got them. young people in my family. I'm listening to these kids talk. You listen to your kids? No, no, no. I'm listening to them and they friends. They you ain't in the streets. Listen. They don't care about political parties. I'm telling you right no, now. I mean, they, they don't. don't which you shouldn't. Rocks. Which you shouldn't. They care about human rights issues. Mm. They care about just... They just want people to live peacefully. They give a fuck they about be. your they pro... They problems. give a fuck about you getting their pronoun right. What you mean? <laughs> she got my pronoun wrong. What's that? We live in a, We live in a society where people are upset about their pronoun, but people are posting videos of, like, a dead woman and, like, Making jokes about it, even if she was right, wrong. You're talking about the people on social media, yeah. Yeah, okay. even if she's wrong, like me personally, I don't. It doesn't sit well with me making jokes about a dead person. Like I'm telling you right now, away from social media, there's a lot of smart ass young people. 
I'm ready for them. If they ain't on social media, I don't know about them, bro. I'm ready for them. Hey, get your followers. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Take over some shit. Yeah. Like, I'm serious. I mean, it's gonna. And my daughter's on social media. Like she, she's 22. She all on social media, but. You see her content, like, and her friends and the people she follows, other young people, they're radical. When you look they at it. for some change. They radical. Right. They're radical as shit. Left. No, it ain't, it ain't about left. But it is, though. No. Hell no, it's not. No. They don't give a fuck about But what I'm saying is. Left and right is political. But what I'm saying they is, in the two-party system in which we live in, mm. their ideals are automatically funneled. To the left. It just is what it is. You're saying that because you're trying to define them. I'm not. I really think you can define because them. Because I, me personally. You're to define them with when you look at systems. When you look not, at. give a fuck about our When you look at our political system as it is, right? You look at. You no. A lot of old motherfuckers. You got a lot, a lot of, of old. You got a lot of old yeah. motherfuckers. Making a lot of decisions. You got people your age sprinkled in. Why do you say my age? Because you're older than me. That's it's, just it's above my age. That just is there's no forty four But what I'm saying is in But what I'm saying is it's a lot of motherfuckers okay, your age or uh, over your age. Over my age. But motherfuckers like uh, me, you and me and you you got a lot of motherfuckers under that. Like the AOC and all that shit. Like so I just feel like me personally, um I'm I'm a I'm a moderate person, man. Like uh, I just want to be. You're I just want to. You're not a moderate. I'm moderate. You're not a moderate at all. How you gonna tell me what I'm? Is? I'm listening to you. You're not a moderate. You're progressive. That's like you want to see something different than what's going on right now. Right. So that's progressive. That's that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that I don't have some conservative values though, which I do. I have some. I have some conservative values that. Conservative values. I'm so sick of these terms. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is a conservative value? Yeah. Because hey, you're from Alabama. Yeah. And you believe in like Christian values. Is that what you? Hey, don't 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 sit on my podcast. You're not gonna sit on my podcast, <laughs> nigga. Because. Are you a Christian? Yeah. Okay. So I would consider myself so. I'm not a. I'm not a practicing. Like I haven't been to church in a minute. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I haven't been to church and fellowshiped amongst the people of God in a minute. But in the mornings, I start my morning with reflection and, and speaking to God and my Creator and praying over my myself and my family. Like that's a that's. What I am, that's who I am at my core. Like, I have my relationship with God, but, um, no, that's not what I'm saying. I didn't say that at all. I just said, for me, I have some conservative values, but at the same time, like, I have some progressive, progressive views as well. Like, there are certain things about me. Like my family, <laughs> when I go home and I'm talking to my family, they like, nigga. Yeah, but that's how you know you're progressive. But what I'm saying is, I'm the same no, because I tell them, I'm like, nigga, y'all know y'all are realistically 
conservatives. Mm. Like, y'all really should be voting conservative, Republican. Because that's that's what your views, that's how your views line up. They can't do it. They can't. They're like, nigga, I'll cut you. <laughs> I'm like, cut me? You will cut me? I had a conversation with a Christian person who's very into Black Lives Matter type of issues, but she could not vote Democratic because of the abortion issue. Mm. So that's a conservative. That to me is more conservative because you're sticking to one issue. Or but just because you are anti-abortion, that don't mean you're Republican, though. But she didn't vote for any Democratic person, so she is a Republican. Whoa. She didn't want to call herself that. It was more so a because it's of, icky. But what I'm saying is it's icky. Is, it's icky. People vote for issues. People vote which for you issues. should. But you should vote for issues. That's fine. That's fine. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be party centric. Not one thing. You know, you can have multiple. You can have variant, different uh, things in your head. That I don't have all democratic views. I think they're pussy sometimes. They super pussy. I don't like hey, it. Hey, you be on. I thought that shit was funny when that motherfucker was on her desk. Like I was like. You thought that was funny (laughs) to do Nancy like that. I kind of thought it was funny. Do you think it's funny when... And I felt bad after because I'm like, okay, somebody died today. But I'm like, this... Because you see the hypocrisy. Do you think it's funny when that nigga Van Jones be crying on TV? I don't look at Van Jones. That nigga be... I cannot tolerate... That nigga be crying, don't he? I I don't look at Van Very hard (laughs) to be a father to Like, nigga. anything political on, like, major networks. What you watching on? I, I don't watch anything. What you go to Hotep Network? No, I just... You Hotep. I view, like, different articles, but I don't watch... You gotta... Anymore. So, you don't ever go to CNN? Hell no. What you I go, go to? to CNN. I don't go to news, period. Snapchat? No, I might look at, like, BBC. <laughs> I might look at, like... Uh, Reuters? Uh, I might... I might H- HLN? I, the things I follow... Al Jazeera. That shit will come up. Al Jazeera? I don't watch no motherfucking Al Jazeera. What's wrong with Al Jazeera? Yo. I don't know. I can't trust everything. Nigga. After Al Jazeera uh, put that nigga Gaddafi on TV, uh, they strung that nigga, they killed that nigga and strung him up on the front of a Buick and drove him to the city, drove him through the city. Why would you watch that? I was like, yo. But they showed him, like, killed, that nigga was like, help me Jesus. And they shot him. I was like. I watch a lot of political news because they seem to like. What? What's. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I watch oh. a lot of international news. Oh, I was going to say, yo, my, my viewers for the game, yo, they were like, that bitch just said. I watch a lot of international news. In fact, like, I've been saving stuff on my phone, like, about what they're saying because I feel like. You be watching your shit on Snapchat. I know what Snapchat news sounds like. I don't, Snapchat. Like. I don't you mean? do Snapchat. I don't do shit. I do Instagram, Facebook, and then I just scroll through. If I want to know about it, if I see something on um, Facebook, that is interesting. I'll go online. I'll scroll through different articles to see which one sounds more appropriate because they sensationalize things on Facebook. Well, Zoe. It's time to go, huh? It's like two hours. No, no, no. It's been an hour and 26 minutes. Oh. And we've been vibing. I, I, appreciate, I appreciate you coming 
to the podcast. I appreciate you uh, lending your voice and having a conversation with me. I've had a great time. Uh, if my viewers, if I had a better relationship with my viewers, I've been leaving them off. Like, I haven't posted since August. So, I don't have the the clout to be making uh, two-hour videos. You know what I'm saying? But, for you, if I had to ask you a question, how have you felt today on the pod? Like, how do you feel about our conversation? How I was nervous at first. Right. Entertaining than I am, but I appreciate you. I feel good. I feel like I, feel we, like I, I said what I felt. I felt like we got some good information. Yeah. It's been, it, I enjoyed you. I appreciate you uh, lending your voice and, uh, you know, giving me an hour and a half of time. Like, oh. who am I? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't need go. No. Of course, you gotta trust your you gotta trust your juice. But what I'm saying is like it's like you were intentional about the time you were giving. Like I can see in your eyes, like you were thinking about things when you, I asked you questions and you wanted to give good information. And, and I'm a little drunk. You high too, though. And I'm high. <laughs> yeah. So uh, hope I made sense. Even if it doesn't, it makes sense to... So, what I realized, especially with this Trump presidency, it doesn't matter what your content says. It doesn't... In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Because at at the end of the day, somebody is going to resonate with it. Like, it's going to resonate with somebody. And that's that's kind of the beauty of it. Because you don't have to tilt one way or tilt this way or or uh, conduct yourself in a manner to like win everybody over. I'm not going to win everybody over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the things I've been dealing with, with myself. Yeah. Because naturally, um, because of how I was brought, I was, I was a people pleaser and I just want to, I just want to do, I just want to be great. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, like, nigga, you can't be great out the gate. Nobody's great out the gate. Right. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm really good at this shit. You are. <laughs> but I, I want to be, you know what I'm saying? And when it's not, I feel like, I honestly feel like I let somebody down in a way. You think it's not. You know, you just got to be your authentic self. Right. Please just remain your authentic self. You're a beautiful black man. <laughs> what a beautiful chocolate man! Well, I appreciate you, Sugarfoot. You're so kind. Thank I you. It. I I I really do appreciate you uh, because I'm sitting here like, yo, like I want to put this content out, and it's so much, it's so different when you're doing it alone. Like if you have an episode alone. There's no way I could get. I really free ball this whole episode. Yeah. Like, there's probably some shit that I wanted to talk about that I left out, but I free balled. Clean up some things before you let it out. Clean out what? I ain't cleaning up you shit. Clean up a couple things. I don't. <laughs> I ain't cleaning up shit. Okay. You know what I'm gonna do? No. I'm gonna run this. No. Mother- no. What I'm saying is I'm gonna run this motherfucker through editing. Like, I'm going to clean up, like, the levels and shit, but I'm not editing nothing out. 
gotta edit a couple things out. Nah. <laughs> I never edit anything. Okay. Oh, you don't? Ever. Ever. Really? That might be a bad thing, but until I get to a point yeah, where I can... I never, no. Most of my shit is, I have had, (laughs) I have had, because of, I don't edit anything, I've had had hours of shit that I never posted, because I listened to it, and I'm like, (laughs) I don't like that. I don't like it. You have to, uh, we have a couple spaces you gotta put in. Why? Because it was silence. You were talking. No, I stopped. Oh, you talk about when you were talking, I went to piss and shit. <laughs> they, nah, they understand. Yeah, right. Y'all, y'all understand. And I lost my train of thought, and I was like, uh. But doesn't I like my shit to be natural? Okay. I just wanted to be natural. Like, have you ever? This might sound crazy to a lot of people, but it's it's. Have you ever seen Joe uh, Joe Rogan? Like, it should just be hours of just him sitting there talking to a motherfucker. I didn't think black people really listen for hours. My thing is, I I listen and watch shit totally different. Like, if I watch a stand-up special, I'm not watching the stand-up special the way you watch it. I'm watching it because, to me, that was, like, my original passion. Like, I wanted to be a comedian. So, yeah. I've read books. Right, I've read books and shit on like Richard. But I've read books and shit on like Richard Pryor and George Carlin and uh, Steve Martin, Eddie Murphy, shit like that. You you in DC, but it's COVID. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I just watch it differently. Like I may watch a special, somebody's funny as fuck, and I never laugh because I'm looking at like, how did he say that? How did he preface this and shit you like don't that? Have to do all that? No, but that's how it's like how people watch sports and if you're if if you watch film on teams and shit, yeah. that's how I watch it. So when I listen to podcasts, I'm not listening to it because oh nigga, you're really smart. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, none of us are smart. Right. We have limited. we have the limited knowledge that we have, yeah. and we think that this is right. right. So. Anybody that I've ever sat down with that has said, like, yo, Nico, you one of the smartest people I ever met. Like, (laughs) nigga, I just read some books. And then the book that I read, I did some research on the book that I read. And I'm like, I don't agree with this. And I can just operate off the information that I have. You know what I'm saying? It might be right or wrong. I have people that I'm pretty sure they don't fuck with shit that I say. And, yeah, because I be saying some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I do. Yeah, I'm crazy, too. I don't know. I be like. I think you're, you're, you're safe. You think I say safe shit? Yeah. Wow. You, yeah. Like, you're in a minority. Right. Like, I be saying some crazy shit. Maybe I be putting you on, like, that uh, that edited list where it's, like, close friends on Instagram and shit. No, I, I listen to so, your um, on Instagram, yeah, okay. I listen to your podcast. I don't think you're way out. No, I'm not, like, left field. Yeah. But I do be saying some shit that's, like, really a lot of people wouldn't say. I really appreciate your candor and, like, your honesty that you curse and shit like that. Yeah, but, <laughs> yo, my sister, my sister and my mom listen to my shit. Okay. And I let them know, like. Don't let them listen to this 
They know me though. I'm like, okay, because my mom, of course, you're a mom. You want to support your child or whatever. My mom's like, oh, why you got to talk like that? I'm like, nigga. <laughs> nah, I just. No, I wrote a poem. I'm like, mom. Listen, listen, listen. Yo, we got, we got to do a whole other segment about our upbringing and parenting and stuff because I wrote a poem about my, it was about my mother. It was about being an interracial child. Right. Product. And she got so mad. Like it was a, it's a long poem. Yeah, because she don't want to hear that shit. It was about. How Nigga, I did my best. Hey, <laughs> like, I ain't know how to it was about how comb I your coarse ass hair. hair. Your daddy left me. <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> motherfucker? <laughs> I didn't say nothing bad about her. It I don't matter if you her. say anything contrary. Like that white lady did the best that I she was could. Just talking about in the seventies? Nigga, you came up in like and the seventies. Well, not the seventies. She got so mad because I had a line in the poem. Right. That was like basically, um, I remember she told me something where she said, "I prayed for my child. I prayed that she would come out with my smarts and her daddy's looks." Ooh, e racist ass white ass mama. <laughs> <laughs> Racist ass white ass mama. Because I was like, that shit stuck in my head through. I was probably like eight years old when you said. Okay, so let me ask you a question: Is your daddy smart? Hell, my daddy's super smart. Well, your mom is a right now. I'm just playing. I ain't gonna speak on that. That that has to be like some nuanced shit. It was deep. What you got? I. It was hey, black My people! Black people! Black people! Black people! I'm not taking up for her white ass, <laughs> Mama. I'm sorry. My dad is a teacher. Like he's, he's te- what he's grade? <laughs> <laughs> what grade? I need to know what grade. What grade? It was sixth grade. Ah, nigga, I'm, I'm smarter than a lot of sixth graders. I can tell you some. Crazy shit, y'all. They be like, God damn, Mr. King, smarter than a motherfucker. <laughs> then I just disappear and shit. They be like, oh, What happened to Mr. King? I ain't seen that nigga. He don't. You gotta strike all this shit. He don't be in Walmart or nothing. You gotta strike all this shit. Why? This bad. I don't want her to ever feel like. It's the truth. Your mama's not gonna no, listen to my know. podcast. I don't, I, you just, you never know. Man, hey, Zoe, white ass mama. Hey, that's yeah, y'all relationship. My brother, my family. Your white ass brother ain't listening to this. He had a he storming the Capitol. <laughs> he got shit to do. <laughs> he got shit to do. Like the fuck out of here. He from Birmingham. <laughs> he from Birmingham. <laughs> Don't talk about my white ass brother. That nigga from Hoover. No, he's from Birmingham. He's from Hoover. He got he got money. He he live in Hoover. Baseball star. Oh, he yeah. Everybody is in Alabama, nigga. Whatever. And he's not from Hoover. He's from Birmingham. Anyway, on a serious note. So I can't, man. Yes, you can. I can't. Just tell them, never listen to Intimate Revelations. Like, they'll be like, okay, cool. And be like, yo, this nigga I know, he got a podcast. He's talking about Trump. And they don't, they be like, he's bad-mouthing Trump. They won't listen. No, but I should have, I should have been talking about Trump. It was a soft slap on my back. But it's your truth, though. No. 
Like, it's sensitive. I get it. And, like, I don't think you said anything bad about the poem. You just talked about your life and how it affected the relationship. Nobody between... ever knows how mad she was. And nobody knows about the poem. Right. Nobody, nobody don't know you, nigga. Take it out. Huh? I don't know if I can. <laughs> anyway. Uh, hey, we're going to take it out. <laughs> if it's in there, just know I tried to take it out and I couldn't get it out without robbing y'all of good conversation. Um, so you things that you have going on in the future, right? Some things that you got going on in the future, things that you don't want to achieve for twenty twenty one and going forward. So, the podcast, where can they listen to, stream? You know, everybody got to stream and listen to shit. Like, where can they find you? I'll promote it on Instagram, Facebook. Okay. What's the Instagram? What's the Facebook? Uh, the Instagram is ZoeHill01. Zoe, Z-O-E, H-I-L-L. Z-O-E. Zero one at that's whatever. That's, that's it's Instagram. Instagram. All right. And I have Zoe Hill on Facebook. Zoe Hill. You can find me on Facebook, so I don't know. I couldn't find you, but anyway. So you got the Instagram, you got the Facebook. Um, yeah. Yeah. The but podcast isn't. No, it'll be out on YouTube because it's a visual podcast. Hmm. They be saying, Nico, we want to see you. Yeah. We want to see you, I Nico. Think people relate to faces, and you know. Right, 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 yeah, right, this, right. This but I don't want to be sexualized too early. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I. Because when they see my face and my face, my cheekbones and shit, they can be like, "Yo, this nigga, this nigga must. This nigga must be using a toner." It'll be your skin. Damn, you trying to say, you calling me ugly? No, you're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they got to love my voice first. You know what I'm saying? You do have a unique voice, so maybe it'll work. I appreciate, I think I appreciate the people that do. do. What am I going to get on Instagram live? Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, everybody, I'm live. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, I'm live. You can record something and put it out, you know, on right. like, what is it called? Instagram, uh, the story or IGTV, IGTV, or what's the other one? I don't know. It's like a, it's like a reel, the reel. Oh, live, the reel. No, it's a reel. Reels. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Those are popping off. Um, do you know how to grease scout? Do you know how to do two hand twists? (laughs) Yes. So I'm trying to get my hair. I'm trying to get my hair twisted. You know what I'm saying? Are you trying to ask me to twist your hair? Yeah. Okay, Nico. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um. You cut it. You know. Why? Cut it. Cut it down. Why? Why are you trying to twist it? I am Samson. My strength is in my hair. <laughs> um. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else we got? Stop. Okay. Um. 
So if you are with me, one hour and 42 minutes into this podcast. No, 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 no. I'm about to cut it off. I'm going to cut it off. I appreciate you guys. Um, this is the first episode of the year. I anticipate getting back with you as soon as possible. Um, if you have questions or concerns, or if you want to hit me up, you can hit me up at Nick Tropicana on Instagram, Nico Lamar on Facebook. Or send emails for suggestions or whatever to the Devin Negro Pod at gmail.com. Hit me up on uh, Twitter at Hershey Hawkins. That's with E, with an E, E N S on uh, Twitter. And uh, yeah, man, hope to be back with y'all soon. Love y'all. Happy 2021. Hope y'all are safe, sound, and full of love. And thank you for rocking with us. Anything else, though? No, thank you. All right, then. Light we and have... love. Light and love. Light and love, Light beloved. And love. Hey, beloved. beloved. <laughs> and we out. <laughs>